Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Just a quick announcement before we get to the podcast. I will be doing High and Mighty live this year at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, Friday, March 11th, 3 p.m. at the North Door. I'll be up with Black Men Can't Jump and She Didn't Text Back, two of my other headgum favorites. As a matter of fact, their show's Thursday night and Friday night as well. But if you want to see yours truly, the number one fuckboy, get yourself to the North Door in Austin, Texas on Friday, March 11th at 3 p.m. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but it should be gross. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your host, John Gabris, the number one fuckboy. Number one fuckboy! The fuck boy! What's up, all my little fuck boys and girls out there in shithead land? So excited that you're tuning back for another episode. And today, in the HeadGum Studios with me, you know him, you love him, you've maybe seen him in Top 5, Mindy Project, and more specifically, Workaholics, Anders Home. I almost just called you uh, by your TV name. Oh, that's fine. Anders Home. Fuck boy! Fuck boy! I'd been calling myself the fuckboy for uh, almost every episode, and then I did an episode with Cypher Sounds, and he explained to me that a fuckboy is about the worst thing you could be called. Yeah, but guess what? Who cares? Yeah, dude. I mean, I call the audience shitheads. I can call myself a fuckboy. You're from the sticks and stones generation, man. (laughs) Bro, it only makes me stronger, dude. I'm like fucking Samson with swear words. Yeah. Um, What's up? Durs, thank you for coming on, man. Hi. I I first know... Well, so we're going to talk about swimming today yes good thank fucking god i guys you asked for it we heard the clamoring (laughs) we're delivering this is for 12 people to listen to on the bus to school at 7 a.m before they go fucking swim their 500 meter warm-up guys durs and i first found out that you were a swimming fan based on like based on everything i've done artistically yeah durs on workaholics has like there's a bunch of references to swimming and then i'm like and based like normally i wouldn't just assume that it was like completely fabricated but it was so specific i feel like the episode where it's the flashback to college right 
which is I think uh, one of your best episodes of all time uh, cool, with yeah. Adam nice. on the high dive is like one of the best funniest sequences in the yeah. show. Shout out that, to that chick, she was rad. That yeah. Oh, and the other episode I love. Not that we're gonna just talk about workaholics, but the rat infestation, the montage of you guys killing the rats is one of the funniest physical comedy on uh, on that show ever. Yeah, back real, real rats. Real, <laughs> we were smashing real rats. To answer everyone's <laughs> tweets about it, yes, real rats. <laughs> PETA didn't care because PETA doesn't give a fuck about rats. Yeah, what would we do? Have <laughs> fake rats stuffed with some kind of fake blood? Where would you find that in Hollywood? I mean, yeah, you could find that if you worked hard enough, but a real rat is just going to give you that authentic squish and splash. That and one the needs. sound. Don't forget about the sound yeah. squeals. We had a little mic on these live rats. We lobbed up these little rats as they ran around. Uh, someone does a sliding kick into one to the wall, and that's like one of like that's so fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> What's the fucking uh, the Indian Street Fighter kick? That like, does him. Yeah. yeah, the, <laughs> yeah just fucking. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. But you have a bunch of swimming references, and, and then I eventually saw on Twitter recently that you spoke at the USA Swimming Awards. Oh, or you I was the MC Hammer. Like I was the guy who comes out and does like ten minutes of stand up, which. I'd never really done not but, stand up, but like, but like monologues, bits. yeah, about swimming. I would assume. Oh, no, I was in my fucking wheelhouse. Oh, that's so awesome! It was uh, pretty easy pickings. So once I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this dude actually swam." And I, which is even less based on you, you are a tall, long limbed, healthy individual. I'm tall as well, but that's where our parallels stop. Sure, um, but I was also a swimmer. Yeah. Uh, high school, so I, you swam in college. I'm assuming. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't keep that. I couldn't cut that. Hey, man. But we, I, we would have welcomed you. <laughs> You'd been like the good time, dude. Actually, that was me. I was like the fun guy who wasn't like all American college. Um, <laughs> That's what I was too. But in high school and the high school version. Yeah, right. it was the high school version. But even like the ninth graders on the team were better than me. <laughs> right. All the all the judges from the other like whenever we would go to meets, they all called me the linebacker because I was like six six feet tall, like two hundred and fifteen pounds, and I'm like I'm gonna do the hundred breast against the fucking hundred and eight. Right. <laughs> big splash big splash uh big stroke on my breast that's why I, that's so many uh so much pun there innuendo hey man but my that's first swimming <laughs> that is how swim- exciting is this for non-swimmers right now oh, we're please. talking tits this pod this podcast is about as inside as it gets on every topic so i don't even know if there are listeners yeah and you could talk about pull out i mean Ooh, the strong innuend- pull out the innuendos <laughs> should stop tickle t uh, touch um, that's the elementary backstroke, yeah. actually. Swimming uh, was great. It, it, it gave me travel. I got to see uh, all the country. Went to Hawaii every year for training trips. Oh, that's awesome. Um, did it suck being an NCAA swimmer, though? Like, did it affect your college experience? or in a, Season-wise, that's like almost the whole school year. Yeah, right? swimming's got a long season. It's not like football where you're like, yeah, we got like 12 games, I think. They have. Yeah. We have a shitload of meets. Um, but you're also training for like... Other me- train during the summer because there's big meets, and if you're going to Olympic trials, like you're training for trials, uh, U.S. Nationals, it sucks. It's your entire thing, and like almost any NCAA sport, though, really, even football, those guys have like four weightlifting sessions a week all year round, and like it's just it's it's a different college experience. But there's no there. We have like back. There's summer season as well, so it'd be like. If the football players had another season during the summer. Oh, that's that's rough. That was maybe even more serious because it was like long course meters, which is like what the world, that's like Olympics and yeah. college is short course yards. So the pool is only 25 yards. 
uh, as opposed and to long cars meters. is a 50 meter pool. Correct. Yes. Are we still listening? <laughs> uh, We're gonna get into the semantics of the metric system like, eventually. I went to. I got into a great school, and I'm a fucking dumb person. Uh, I went to University of Wisconsin Madison. Go I Badgers! Would, I would not have gotten into that school without it. Um, and then just like met cool people and traveled and all that stuff, and like you know, perks, <laughs> perks. Baby. You know, yeah, dude. Your hair is as chlorinated as it can possibly be. It was gross. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you guys a photo to post or something like that where I have just a gnarly mullet of like crinkle crunch. I, d- I have hair. like frosted tips from when I end also chlorinated because yeah. it was like the late 90s when I was swimming. So <laughs> I look like a fuck. I look like fat sugar ray. And you thought you were like cool looking. You're like, I'm like gruff. It's like, no, dude, your skin is super blotchy. Like your leg hair's falling out. Yeah. And I would instantly after swimming in the morning, then showering and then going to high school, I would instantly be red and sweating for all of my first period. Right. It'd be it would be December because our, our high school swimming is in the winter. Yeah. And I would be December and I would not wear a jacket to school. Because right. I would just be so hot after swimming, I looked like a fucking homeless child. Um, when did you When did you first get into swimming? Uh, so I got two older brothers who are six and four years older than me, and they were swimming when they were like ten. So Is my that, parents were like, "Here you go, you're five, you can join the team." Uh, and it was essentially like babysitting. It was like because that's I always hear about that shit too. When like a mom has to take two brothers somewhere, it's like yeah. get the third brother involved so he's just yeah. I don't have to find a separate babysitter or right. ride for him. And like I don't even think they loved it. Um, Is it only the three boys in your family? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm the oldest of three. Yeah. Like, so then you you like configure the world out. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, my, my youngest, youngest brother. My youngest brother is a. I'm sorry, Jason, but a full blown space cadet. Yeah, Great you're guy. a fucking idiot, and I'm one of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like a follower. But, like, since I'm four years apart from my older brother, like, I think I can be a leader. I can't. Right, because there's enough distance where you're not fully. Right. That's like, I'm two years older than my middle brother, and then he's, like, four or five years older than my youngest brother. So yeah. it's like that exact split. Fellow accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> you think you're not? Like, you have to be, though, right? Who waits five years? Yeah, it's like, kids? finally, we got these kids into elementary school. Hey, you want to have another one? <laughs> no. Yeah. Because it's three boys. Specifically, you were the you were the. Uh, I was girl. the Holly that never happened. Exactly. My youngest brother was the Jessica that never happened. Um, <laughs> and then my parents were like, well, now let's definitely lock it up. We're super done now. We don't want a full-blown, like, track squad. We're, we're spending a fortune on lacrosse equipment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but that was the whole deal. So I, I started doing it. So you started swimming it. young. Yeah. And I just, I don't like, I didn't like training. I wasn't, like, the best trainer or whatever. Um, and I didn't love racing people like i'm not that competitive i just i'm like oh you won dude tight sick you won <laughs> you are a rather laid-back human being based on most of our interactions i would say i yes but i liked uh beating like that's a cool thing about swimming it was like oh my best time is this can yeah. i beat that the next time like all this work i'm doing is it going to help me improve at this thing I'm trying to do? Quantifiable progress. Right. And yeah. I liked that. Um, the not shit that, that gets everyone addicted to CrossFit now has been in sports for gener- like centuries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I actually yeah. just started doing it. My wife, she's an athlete too, and uh, she got me into CrossFit. And it's essentially what we used to do called dry land. Right, yeah. It was like stuff you would do outside of the pool. Yeah, it's circuit training. Yeah, it's circuit training. Like do 10 of this, then move on to this one, and then do that 10 times in a row. I'm like, oh, I'm at, I'm at home now. Right. That's why I think a lot of ex-jocks fall in. That's why I loved CrossFit for a long time because it was just like, oh, this is like practice. And yeah. then you then you do the event and you're like, oh, I'm getting better. Yeah. I, I, I got I knocked two seconds off my 100 free or right. whatever it was. But like I, if someone else wants to like – 
if I hear someone like behind me, like running and they're like, ah, ah, and I know they're looking at my back. I'm like, cool, man. Use me for whatever you need. Yeah, totally. I'm in my own zone. I fucking beat the guy from workaholics today. At the gym. That's gotta like, be what it cool, is. Cool, man. <laughs> some, there's some new girl today at the gym and, uh, we're like going around saying our names. I'm like, honest. She's like, yeah, we're going to say what's it last night. I was like, yeah, it was funny. I'm like, all right. Thank man. you so it's much. 7 a.m. Let's practice our kips. Um, very uh, sweet girl. She's a real sweet girl. She's listening gym. about the blower. For sure. 100, 100%. Uh, are you ready to do Fran today? I, I heard you on the podcast. You're very funny. Oh, man. Um, Fran. Uh, so I, start, I started swimming late i started swimming in 10th grade which is not i guess not late now that i'm 35 what was your did you what's the first grade of high school for you ninth grade so I you just, were just like yeah fuck it and I, then i played soccer ninth grade and then sophomore year i played football but i also had turned 16 and once you're 16 you could become a lifeguard in long island so i was a town of hempstead lifeguard sure and then i was just at a pool all summer long yeah and i was always i grew up going to the beach every day and i was like oh i want to be a a lifeguard is the best all my other friends were like fucking frying fish and shit like that yeah. and like working at cvs and i was making like 11 bucks an hour hanging out at a pool all day I did that, yeah. and i was like fuck man this is like i would i was that i was tan and i had the most money out of all my friends every summer and i was like oh i want to do and this. that's all there is to life <laughs> honestly now that i'm that's what i wish if i just had right. money in a tan you know your life's going well if you're making money and still have time to get to a beach or a pool and get your color on yeah with the confidence of a 16 year old you're like running this plan yeah i'd be like this is this is the fucking dream so i was like and then through lifeguarding i met other people who swam at different high schools right, right. And i was like oh that sounds like fun and then a, a good friend of mine who i knew from who was on my soccer team this guy joe azad i'll shout you out i think he's like a fbi what's up joe <laughs> hey joe. Up, joe and he's a total badass but he was like yeah you should join this i'm on the swim team i'm like oh i've never really swam he's like honestly it's a district-wide team because no one does like two kids from each high school did it so right right, right so it was right. like three high schools and two junior highs made up our swim team right and it still only had like eight guys on yeah it. and they were like honestly just be a body and work out in the mornings with i was like oh that sounds great yeah and then i got really into it i still yeah. never got into the i was still a high school fat kid but I fucking loved. So I was. It's I think I might cult. be the only person in my high school history to play both offensive line and swim. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's there's dudes every once in a while that play football and swim. There was a guy from o Ohio who was a state champion. I think his name was Jay Tant, and he played at Northwestern University football. Uh, and then I think he went pro for a couple seasons. But he was massive, and Ohio's a very good swim uh, state for high school. And he, they do this thing where like the 50 free is like a big deal. They announce everybody and they flex because it's like, oh, it's the muscle event. It's the, yeah, because it's the sprint event. It's the least skill event. And he like want. tied some like ropes around his biceps. Like the ultimate warrior. And then flexed and busted him. <laughs> he was huge. He was like a tight end. And he just threw down like a 20.4 or Jesus something crazy. Jesus Christ. And then I guess he went and played football at Northwestern and would show up at practices every once in a while and just like just a coordinated monster right you know what i mean who's like he was one of those dudes that if he if he started playing any sport when he was like 10 he would have gone on right if he played tennis he'd be like the beast man serve dude right right which is a technical term from tennis beast man serve dude yeah also a great 80s movie <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> about the half man half wolf that plays volleyball in playa del rey <laughs> hey man let's make it now We'll film it like on film, be retro style. Oh, dude, it'd be sick, bro. Um, but no, that was always a, the cool guy to see. Because you'd see him on the deck and you'd be like, 
holy fuck, that guy. Yeah, you would not huge. want to switch. <laughs> Is he gonna like just rip me a new one? Yeah, half the time they did. The other half, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on with this guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, I beat him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he, oh he he's doing this for something for some other reason. He yeah. was he was not. But that was a fun thing about the sport. As I look back now, like sizing people up behind the blocks because some dudes were just like shredded and like fully ripped but like then you found out that was it right three of the best swimmers i ever saw on on long island just looked like goofy kids because they had like they had like that they weren't ripped like michael phelps but they had like that big like uh torso kind of rounded shoulders and like long ass arms and giant hands right all shit you learn is like great genetically for swimming but awful to be in high school looking like that yes yes. yeah like the captain of my team did not look like an athlete at all right but he had like a 22 8 50 you know whatever it was fucking amazing yeah uh we're throwing out some times here. I, I, this might be a good time. Uh, so, so I eventually I stuck with swimming, and then uh, when I graduated high school, I, I got my first job as a, a beach lifeguard, and that test was like you actually had to do like way more swimming and running right. than the Treading American Red Cross. Yeah, that, it, it was like an ocean swim, a mile run, yeah, uh, cross chest carry, all that, and then like. Two weeks of rookie training of just like what's a cross chest carry? Is that underneath the water where you carry the brick and you're walking no, on the beach? No, uh, cross <laughs> chest. I'm talking about is yes, I know what, that's like the uh, Laird Hamilton it's training. So cool, oh, yeah, dude. Nothing gets me more pumped up. Like I love training sequences, but training sequences that involve water really hit me in a close. Yeah. And that's the Laird Hamilton walks holding the cinder block with like the big uh, bubble go out of his. Yeah, uh, but uh, the cross chest carry is the is the rescue form where you go your arm across their chest sure. underneath their other armpit. Right, and right, right. Stroke right, with right. one arm. So. I, I was like, and then I, so I stayed swimming to stay in shape. Like I even swam at college recreationally right. in addition to playing rugby just to stay in shape. So I always swam. And then I recently tried to start swimming again here in LA. Have Where you, at? At the West Hollywood uh, outdoor pool. I've been there. Yeah. yeah it's a great I pool. I got a story. Go ahead. Though. I, I'm sure we all have story. I, I was like, Woof. I, I was like, oh, I'm going to the West Hollywood pool. West Hollywood traditionally is the gayborhood of LA. Yep. And I, as some of you listeners might know, am absolute bear bait bear nip whatever you want to call it sure and i walked through and i've never been in a male locker room where you have to like nod to someone because they're like looking at you enough where you're right. like oh maybe you recognize me so you give them like the hello right and i walked through and four guys were in the shower and i swam i did like maybe a thousand yards yeah got came out which took me 45 minutes to an hour because i was yeah. going slow sure come out same four guys in the shower on my way out yeah <laughs> just kind of slowly lathering <laughs> yeah i was like that's like literally how even though I've lived I lived in New York City for eight years I've been doing theater you think I know more about uh, gay culture I was like uh, right okay right. yeah not everyone's here to work out no <laughs> it was I had a fucking cool experience where like did some workout got out and, and the per, the pool was like in my neighborhood it was I was like this is a dream come true I'm gonna come here every day and I get in the locker room and uh, these guys are like shampooing each other's hair naked talking about how big this other guy's dick is and it was massive <laughs> totally uncut uh just and i was drunk. like holy shit like if i stick around like am i gonna like suck this dude's dick <laughs> um so with that i was I, like I quit swimming out of yeah, fear i might suck a dude's dick. yeah i was like i gotta get out i don't want to do that um but it was just like super openly about to go down and i'm like all right well I don't necessarily want to have to bring my flip-flops all the time for to, to this shower so I don't step in fucking giant cum puddles <laughs> in the shape of Hawaii. Because um, that dude, if he if he has the hose, it sounds like he, he's got some fuck. He's got the tank to back it up. Yeah, yeah. It was humongous. 
It was so, cool. I remember there was a dude. I, I barely remember the dudes I played high school football with, but one dude's name I definitely remember because he was two years younger than all of us and had the biggest dick I'd ever seen on someone like that wasn't like a dad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been a dad. Yeah, he could have been. Uh, he had he like had a, a secret. He had, he's had a, like he had one of the biggest dicks I've seen. Like, I, it was the biggest dick I'd ever seen, and then up until. You know, like it's it's still only in like fourth place now that I'm in my right, like, right, right. Not, not that I've seen a plethora of dicks, but I did live with well, ten dudes and played college sports. You've yeah. seen them, sure. <laughs> what was was the speedo a big thing for you to get over in, or because or because you started so young, it was like ingrained. No, it was fine. I mean, I I do remember a moment where this girl from my middle school, like socially, you know, how socially you join sports in in high school. If you didn't do it in middle school, you're like, right. oh, but like everyone's doing something yeah i'll just play basketball so she's like i'm gonna join the swim team and so then like my practice came right after the girls high school team like my club practice started and uh i come i come out and she's like sitting on the bench and she was like oh hey look and she was like outgoing and funny and she was like there's your penis (laughs) right there hi penis and i was like oh yeah i'm basically fucking naked (laughs) um but that i think that was it i do remember at one point being told like i was wearing like a speedo and then a drag suit on top of that right a drag suit for those who don't know is a pretty badass thing to like i (laughs) remember once i remember because i was like one of the shittier swimmers the cool swimmers like and on long island we had express and lyac were the two big private uh like uh club teams right right and all those dudes had drag suits the coolest drag suits and it's just like it's a loose speedo that's kind of in like a box like um it's a like trunk, a like trunk boy buy, shorts. Trunks. Yeah, it's like a boy shorts, whatever. It's yeah. less of a, a speedo and it hangs more like a square shape. Uh, and at one point I just stopped wearing the speedo underneath and just the loose thing. <laughs> so you could like fully see my dick. But I was like, this is my thing. Like I, it feels cool when you swim. Your dick's just like wagging in the wake. And then my coach was like, hey, uh, you got to start wearing a speedo underneath that. Like. <laughs> It's unacceptable. Like there's like it was a co-ed uh, club team, right? Right. Um, yeah, we had we disturbing. had like two girls that were on the women's swim team that practiced with the men's team because they were like the best girls. Sure. So their mom was like, just, they just practiced with the guys' team and came to all the meets and like supported. Yeah. But they were like fucking beasts. Like they were yeah. like the best swimmers that right. we had, and they didn't get to compete with us. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted to dress. So the speedo was a big bump for me to get over there was a couple of one of my friends dave dave cast i'll give you a shout out right now year older than me he was like a total like kind of like thug dude but he wore like you know like a nike like trunks and it was like i wore board shorts because i refused and like board shorts back then, I had like rusty board shorts that went past right. my knee. They were like, like Bermuda shorts. Yeah, exactly. They went down to your so like cool. ankle. <laughs> yeah. And then the first time, my coach was like, just swim in a Speedo. I'm like, I'll wear a Speedo in the meet. I just don't want to. I just don't want to. Yeah. And the second I swam in a Speedo, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm wearing. And now I fucking, I've been wearing Speedos like at the beach lately. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I don't even give a fuck. I've been, I'm, I've been with the same girl forever. I just lay out in the sun in a fucking Speedo. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I used to wear drag suits as underwear before they came out with because i didn't like boxer briefs because they were and too i didn't long. like boxers yeah they were too long so i would just wear drag suits and now they like make them that yeah. shape or whatever shout out to mac weldon you guys uh one of the <laughs> podcast sponsors makes great fucking boy. terrific <laughs> terrific boy shorts yeah i like calling them boy shorts
shorts as an adult male. No. Go, hey, has, honey, have you seen my boy, my boy, boy, my boy, Borts? My son's also named Bort. Dude, have you seen my boy shorts? Have you seen my son, Bort? <laughs> He's a boy. Uh, we need more Bort license plates. Um, but now these kids are wearing the jammers, which are like biker, yeah. whatever. And it's like, because they used to wear down the ankles and those got, those like, got nixed. Banned. Uh, they got banned. Uh, and now so they wear the jammers. I'm like, <sighs> jammers suck. I would rather wear a Speedo. Like, it's yeah. freeing to wear a Speedo yeah, in a weird. Once you it. get over, this is exactly what my dick looks like. Right. And uh, I am, a, I have a. It I've smells said, like. There's soup. You can smell right through them. <laughs> Oh yeah, boys. Yeah. We got some real fucking schmegma today. <laughs> the coach is like, I love the smell of napalm. In, in the, the chlorine <laughs> right now. Disinfect. Everyone dip your balls. Um I uh my high school practice was before school, and yeah. that was like probably the most dedicated I've ever been, would be like getting to it we swam from six to practice, a thing practice Just, was yeah. from 6 a.m to 7 a.m and i the only time i can get anywhere at 6 a.m is if i'm shooting television and it's like the amount of money that tom's pays it's like right. the, the only time i could be anywhere at six totally I'm but in high way. school i was swimming before school yeah that's fucking cr- first of all i've as i'm talking about this i feel awful for my mother who was like <laughs> to take you she didn't like make you carpool yeah that was she, my parents were like you well my dad drove me a little bit but he was also like carpool Get, yeah, get somebody. To My mom like introduced herself to another mom on like the first day of practice. It was like, "Do you? Oh, yeah. let's not do this to ourselves every day. This is happening." <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah. We did before and after. So oh, yeah. it was like six or seven thirty, and then we got out of school at three thirty. So it was like three forty-five to five thirty. Oh man, uh, did you uh, did you guys have water polo days? We had like a day after a meet, we were allowed to play water. We weren't a very competitive team. I'm sure your club team. We was had a more- water. We were okay. I mean, I was. In my age, I was the best in my age. There was another guy who was really good. Um, and then two years younger than me, we were like a wave, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> there were two there were two or three guys that were two and three years younger than me that were exceptional. Uh, like state record holders went on and like finaled at the NCAA championships and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Awesome. Um, and we'll have the records forever. Like no one's going to fucking break them. <laughs> Um, Where are you from again? Are you from Evanston, uh, Illinois, outside Evanston, Chicago? Illinois, yeah. uh, so like we were like the the good era or whatever, and my brothers were okay, but like um, were you? And did you end up being better than your brothers? Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That feels a little good. My youngest brother is now the most jacked out of all three. Yeah. Of us. <laughs> that was almost maybe what as far as like the competition thing, because like they had all their shit up. My dad would like put up. My oldest brother was on an all-American relay, and he like put that up in the house and was like, "You gonna get one of these?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, yeah!" His ass. And then my other brother was like all-around jock, who's actually like, coordinated and did like tennis and soccer and swimming and all that. I couldn't really do that, but uh, yeah, I got I got some some hardware. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's good to hear. What, so, what, so what were your events? Did you do the same events in high school and college, or did it tr- did you have to switch? No, I did uh, sprint freestyle and butterfly, um, beast, and then got to college and did that, but was also more of like a, hey, we need you to do this because we need bodies. Yeah, um, <laughs> we don't have a third backstroker. Like I was just not the standout in college, um, but I I just had one foot out. Like I was. 
whatever, like not gifted uh, in high school, but like good enough that like I stood out, you know what I mean? And then you get to college where it's like for real. Yeah. And you're in a bigger pond. Right. And I didn't have to like, bigger pool. I didn't really have to try that hard in high school. I mean, right. I was there, I put in the hours, but like other people in practice who were slower than me would like smoke me every day. And then I would go to the meet and I'd beat them or whatever. But like, then you go to college where it's like, the best of the best. It's essentially professional swimming. Right. Because it is the highest level besides Olympics. It's the right. highest level besides the Olympics. It's international. Everybody from all around the world comes to America to swim in college because it is it's the, the most competitive best, yeah. place in the world outside of Olympic years. Uh, so, you know, it's... Uh, I just... I feel I, like that but, happens to everyone. Like, you're like... The best kid from every town in America is not... Like, could not even make some college right yeah it's exactly too hard yeah and then so and you went to like an actual d1 ncaa like with like real deal people with like olympic ring tattoos on their arms right right. where you're like oh fuck yeah (laughs) um and and to have one foot out didn't really work anymore right right. you You, got to be all in you got to commit yeah yeah that's like i went away to when i went away to school i was gonna row crew yeah and then found out about what that commitment was and i just was like nope and then i found that rugby is a club sport that yeah. is like mostly drinking and i was like right. that's me rowing i feel like you got to be all in it and you have to like grab a bible and like start doing that <laughs> shit too or maybe that was just our school it is i went to a catholic college uh marist college in poughkeepsie so it is oddly i mean I think it's just because the wealth, the type of people that like waspy right. people right. rode before high school, you right. know, I right, mean, before right, college, right. not a lot of people, I, I, I was going to do it just because, yeah, I didn't know what it was either, but my it was like one of those situations where my mom's friend's kid rode crew, sure. and then I was a lifeguard and big, right. so I was like, oh, I'd be good at crew, that would be fun, yeah. uh, and I want to stay in shape, and then I went to one, and they were like, practices at five in the morning, and I was like, fuck this dude. See, I have beef with crew. And if you rode out there, listen up. Yeah, you hear that, Mike Mitchell? Here's the deal, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Mitchell. The deal's this. So swimming is a nothing sport in college, okay? Crew is also a nothing sport. But those guys do not act like that. But crew likes to rock the boat. And every fucking year there's an article in like the school newspaper that's like, we're up at 5.30. We're working harder than some of these football, basketball teams. And I'm like, nobody cares. Shut up. Let them pay for our sports. We're lucky to be here. Just chill. <laughs> Most people don't even care about the football team. And right. football team is the only team people care about in college. Like, our It would base- piss me off because I'm like, first of all, you're also a club. So like, just, but nobody cares. Like, <laughs> yeah. stop congratulating yourselves. Yeah. Like, But that's all you have. You, like, no one is going to say to you, hey, good work getting up at 530. And, good luck. Good work changing your college experience to be based around a sport that you don't have a future. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's and like I don't know. It just it, it drove me nuts because I'm like, you just stop. You're lucky that there's a boat there for you to sit in. Right, just like right. I'm lucky that I get like free goggles. Right, right. Free goggles. They cost twenty dollars, but they're free and it means everything to me. Yeah. Don't don't rock the boat. Yeah. Um, but so then, as far as like the college experience goes, I was terminated from my team for. Um, extracurricular activities because i had one foot out bro yeah um uh what year was that sophomore that was my junior Junior year year. so you did it for two full years did it for two years and a little chunk in the beginning of my junior year 
Um, but shenanigans. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I had friends that weren't on the team, which is which you can't do. Which you cannot do. Yeah. Anyone I knew who like we were friends with like this one kid on the baseball team, yeah. and it's just too much of a commitment to not to try to make other friends. Right. You. The draw, the power, the power of you trying to leave a house to, uh, you're like, I have to be up at five in the morning and no one else does because no. it's college. We all don't have to go to anywhere until one thirty, yeah. and we're fucking ripping bingers and you're like, guys, I really should be like, wait a minute. No, th- this is the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> and that just got to you after a while. Well, I, I'm so, I just, I had friends from high school or like friends that I met in college that I'm like, oh, these dudes are like more my speed. Um, were you doing like anything comedy wise or at least you were a, a comedy fan at this man point? I was clowning my whole life I was always I was I was the guy I was the joker guy on the team yeah uh, I was the joker guy my friends my friends are always like super handsome dudes you know so I'm <laughs> like my angle is to be funny uh, that was essentially it um, but so then like this one weekend, it was, I think it was like the first or third, second weekend back at school, like homecoming style. Um, or what's the weekend? Like Memorial Day is the... Mem- uh, Labor Day. Labor Day, you're like, back, yeah, right? La- Labor Day, you're back. If you're an athlete, that's usually when you have to come back. Labor right? Day, we're back and I'm with the squad. We do this case race. We get super ham. Case races, two guys to a case, go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, Case race is not a swimming thing. <laughs> no, it's not a swimming. Well, it was a tradition. They right. probably don't do it anymore because fucking... Because you can't do anything anymore in this fucking you country. You can't. Not my president. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for real. I, I don't I don't know if they do it. But, you know, so you drink 13 beers because my partner drank 11 uh, in an hour. And then we're like, let's go to the bars and had more drinks and then fell over a po- parked motorcycle outside and was like, what? who put that there? And then these guys basically were like, you fucking faggot. And I'm like, what? No, I'm not gay. Fuck you. You can't say that. Uh, And it was like five dudes just cornered me. And then uh, a fight happened. Ooh. Uh, I won. And you put those five guys in a hospital. (laughs) No, one. And like, it was just game over. There was like, it was a big deal for not like the campus, but like for me, it was like, oh, ambulance, lawyers, like the right. whole nine yards. And then coaches do not like that shit. Yeah, they were like, don't rock the boat. Right. We are a non-sports and you're like oh, raising hairs in the athletic department. We cannot draw any negative attention to us. We, the only article that can be about us, the only article that, that can be about swimming in the school newspaper right. better be like, they won this weekend. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it can't be like, uh, can't even Anders, be they lost. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't even, yeah, exactly. Just they won. <laughs> Don't even tell us when you lose. <laughs> yeah. We're like, the swim team still practicing is the only, is the yeah. headline. <laughs> uh, so fucking dumbest thing in my lifetime. Um, but I just had like a chip on my shoulder, probably because I wasn't doing very well in the pool. How about right. that, guys? Hey, podcast first. I'll cut I'm it. opening up. <laughs> um, it is a, not a sport. It's too, like, especially at the college level, it was, it's like too much dedication if you're not fully into it. And swimming more than any other sport, as much as it's a team sport and you hang out with the guys or gals before and after and uh, in the locker room, yeah. a lot of it is literally in a sensory deprivation. Like you yeah, are. You're looking down at the bottom of the pool. Black line fever and yeah. you don't hear anything except yeah. for go <laughs> and whistles. I mean, at, at every school or, you know, at least. Um, I would say 95% of schools outside of like the top swimming schools like Texas or Cal or whatever mm-hmm. were like, they are getting the best of the best. Uh, I would say you lose 
half of your freshman class by the time it's junior year because it's people who are like, well, I'm not going to go to the Olympics and this is 22 hours a week that I'm in a pool and I don't need this. Like I'm, I'm trying not to, I want to get better anymore. at school. Well, it's, it might not even be that they're not enjoying it, but like to do that on top of school, like it's difficult. It's tough. And yeah. like, especially for a dumb person like myself, like I don't know how basketball teams do it. I don't know how hockey teams do it, but like they're gone. They're on the road all the time. Um, yeah, just I, being away from school, just being away from school and like getting the homework sent or whatever. And like, you do get all the help in the world. Like we had tutors and whatnot. Um, and I have a first hand insight to what everyone's fucking arguing about, about should athletes be paid and like, they are lucky to get education and da 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 da. It's like, these guys don't even want school. It's like, I didn't want school. Right. I only went to college to swim. I don't think I should be paid for it though. No. <laughs> I think someone should start a fucking junior league for football and like, or basketball and all that stuff. And like, then go there, get paid, like support your family if you want to, or like just go move into a cool apartment. But like, as soon as like, I mean, schools are just becoming such a business. It's yeah, it's weird. But then the other thing is like the football players bring so like uh, at a big school and uh, other big sports too, but I'll just use football as an example. They bring so much into the school. True. And they're not even getting the education, which is supposed to be the thing. They can the f- get it if they want it. Right. I could have gotten it if I wanted it. I didn't want it. Right. They can get it if they want it. And like, yes, you are steered towards certain classes. Um, like, I think North Carolina was like, everybody took uh, like African-American history or whatever. Yeah. Like they just passed or whatever. We had that class. Everybody took Portuguese. Every athlete took Portuguese. If you were like... You needed that credit. So, like, they had all the tests. Right. And there was, like, a clap for credit and whatever. But guess what? If you didn't want to take that, if you were interested and curious about you could the world, yeah. you could figure it the fuck out. And you could work hard. Like, you yeah. could, it, it'll take hard work, but yeah. so it I, takes hard work to victims, be an NCAA athlete anyway. All these yeah. fucking victims who were like, they made us take... No, they didn't. They didn't. I know they didn't because I hung out with all the football uh, football players who were in these shitty classes with me. Yeah. And they were the ones who didn't give a fuck. Right. And then it's also like, you can't have both sides where you are like, man, they made us take all these stupid classes. But also I was king of the fucking campus and we had parties and like, I like, then you can not have that and go to school. Like you can participate in school. It's up to like, it's just like, you can't have, what is it like that thing in business where it's like, uh, quick, cheap or good like you can't have all three you're over my head dog i'm telling you i'm not a smart dude there's like a business burn like i can make it fast i can make it good or Or, i can make it cheap but you can only have two of those right right can't have three of those right and uh, i feel like that's like you can have a good education an awesome social life and be a ncaa d1 athlete you cannot be all three of those right (laughs) and this goes both ways by the way like i don't think it's cool that these schools are making money off these kids um but so then i'm like fuck it then don't have football teams like (laughs) somebody start a league and all these kids who don't want to go to school just like me if i had an option to just go swim and get paid for it i would have done that right who gives a fuck about college if you don't want to go go play football and like then you're you're giving up that opportunity for an education which will in the long run help you earn more money over your lifetime but like if you're that good uh, go for it. Make like yeah. a few hundred, like you could get paid like what? 80 G's. That's right. pretty straight. Fuck. If I was making 80 G's when I was 18, when I was 25, 
If I was making eighty grand, I'd yeah. be flipping the fuck out. Yeah, if I'm if I was making eighty grand this year, yeah, I'd and be that's nothing. Stoked. And yeah. like, so you and it's the same as college, except you don't have to go to fucking ancient Greek history. Right. You just have to go to the gym, work out, make eighty Gs. And but also, there's the part of it that's like these athletes are choosing the path of least resistance anyway. So what are they actually getting out of college? At, at, at right. that point, they're, it's only they're only getting the experience of playing and hopefully going pro. And dude, in this. If you started a league, like a, a junior league from the NFL today, in 10 years, I guarantee you it would be just as competitive as NT2A college football. Oh, for sure. 100%. Because if you're, what are you, 18 when you leave high school? That means like an eight-year-old who has barely even touched a football or seen it grows up knowing about this league and wants to his entire it. life. Yeah. It's like how Under Armour was like, Let's start by giving kids free clothes when they're like super young and like sponsoring these little leagues so that by the time they get to college, they're like, oh, yeah, I love Under Armour. I sponsor Under college. Yeah, and yeah. then they can sponsor college. <coughs> and now Cam Newton and Stephen Curry, the biggest athletes on the planet, arguably, uh, or at least in America, are Under Armour. Right. Which sounds crazy to me. That they like bet, bet on these kids when they were young. That, that they would want to wear Under Armour. Right, right. <laughs> like, why the fuck are they? Are you, Nike, 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 one hundred percent. Adidas, maybe. Right, especially uh, Under Armour. Like, if you're like, if you try to show up, like, I mean, I went to all, I went to all black school. If you tried to show up in fucking Under Armour kicks when everyone else had Nikes and whatever Jordans, you'd be you get the what are those? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you'd be what are those immediately wearing Under Max. Armour. <laughs> I remember I had a fucking my dad had a tracksuit. From like when he was wearing it in the 70s. And I'm like, oh, this is the shit. It had two stripes on the side. I went to school wearing it. And this dude was like, hey, man, what happened? The stripe fall off on the way to school? <laughs> and like the entire day was just like, look at this dude. You, hey, you missing a stripe, dude. <laughs> Dudes came up to me with chalk trying to like oh, draw it on. Uh, I'm I like, well, I'm not wearing this again. Oof. I wanted. I got a very a very similar example. I wanted a, a Giants starter jacket so bad. I think we're around the same age, so you understand. Yeah. Starter was fucking. Yeah. Start winter starter jackets were fucking huge in like seventh grade. I wanted a Giants one so bad, and my dad and mom got me an Apex Giants jacket, like an off brand one. Right. But it also a happened close, to, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. But it also yeah. happened to be the one that Ray Henley wore, who was the Giants coach at the time and was the most hated person in like Giants history. Right. So I had the guy that ever. So if you were a kid, you just knew I didn't have a starter jacket, so you could rip me up. And then like my uncles, like my family would be like, "Is that the fucking Ray Henley jacket? Yeah. You fucking." And I'm like, I can't win, dude. Just have a ceremoniously like burn it in the backyard one day <laughs> i it's so funny to have gone through that now i know when i have kids and they're like 13 they're like please let me wear my hair in a ponytail like or whatever the tradi whatever the right. new weird ass fucking right. i'll be like don't worry you're not gonna make waves unless you want to totally <laughs> yeah i ended up having to like embrace going against the current of school out of just pure like my family was poor and refused right. to participate in like, you had like apex shaved in the back of your <laughs> yeah. head you're like nah man anis in the hair dog <laughs> yeah you have to like double down you're like to prove, don't like, do to, that oh, i'm over owning this right now my parents wouldn't get me a starter jacket but i had like an adidas pullover uh that 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 could work and it was like it was good. It was good. I had a friend who had like a cool light jacket like that. Yeah. And in the winter, wouldn't wear his like stupid jacket. His mom bought him. So he would oh, wear that like was my two sweatshirts yeah. and then pull like the little light Adidas jacket over it. It was the shit. I wish they made that again. 
I, I, I'm mm. gonna start bringing back. I mean, I live in LA, so there's no point in wearing winter jackets. But I would kill I for a nice giant. I do actually have a Giants starter jacket, the uh, like vinyl baseball style button down the right, middle, right, 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 with autographed by Pete, uh, by Eli Manning. That's the which is pretty shit. exciting. So I can't wear it. Though. No, I know. <laughs> just fuck it, wear it, man. <laughs> Be the just in the rain. Just who cares? <laughs> it gays out of the fucking league anytime soon. Anyway, we're all gonna die. No one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, what am I gonna do? Give this jacket to my kids? No, wear no. it. Die in By the it. way, it's Eli, right? It yeah. Mm, it eh. yeah, it's not that exciting. It's not like it's a Hostetler jersey. Uh, Did you see how people were trying to clown him uh, the other day? Like when they they made the two point conversion or whatever in and the he Super just Bowl, kind of had like, and he was straight face. Yeah, and I I paused it watching it, and I like turned to my wife who's watching the game with me. I'm like. Do you see this? Do you see how everyone's like going ape? Because he finally they made the points and like now it's tied. And I'm like, see the professional football player, the only one in the room who knows whose faces normally knows it's not over. There's plenty of time left. Right. Yes. But then on Twitter it was like, look at him, he can't even be supportive. I'm like, you ever go to a comedy club? Guess who's not laughing at a comedy club? Yeah. Comedians. <laughs> but they go, that was funny. Yeah. And that they'll was give really it up. Good. They'll give it up when it's a, a guranteed success. Yeah. Like, you'll, you'll laugh when you have to. It's a natural right. reaction. Right. Dude, that they were like, the one line I did like is like, when you eat an edible at a football game. Like, cause it yeah, looked sure. like he, that's he, a like, whole other world. But yeah, like, he, he did look like he was stoned as fuck. But what he was doing was going, that he's nervous. His brother is playing in the Super Bowl. Exactly. He's not angry that he's not. There's no way he should have been playing right. the Super Bowl this year. He knows that. It fucking drives me nuts. That's so funny. Yeah, that pissed me off too because everyone's like, I'm like, first of all, Eli is—he's not jealous of his brother. He knows that's his brother's last game, no, and he has two Super Bowls himself. Right? He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be okay. And then he just knows that this game is not won yet. Has no, not exactly. Been won yet. He's a yeah. professional, right? That's so he has—he keeps his cool. I guarantee you, he was up there like playing the game. Yeah, he was. You like, know what I mean? Two, like, okay, let's see. What I bet his heart was up. going crazy, but he was keeping it cool. Yeah. I'm like, okay, here I got to do this. Th- we're talking about a dude who, when he throws an interception, just goes, "Oh shucks!" <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Eli is not a very uh, forthcoming person to right. begin with. He's just like, hmm. Yeah. I was also pissed. Everyone was clowning on Cam Newton for fucking walking out of. Like, after he lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's like he's pissed. What are you going to do? Do I think he should have stuck around? Sure. But I guess what came, they out, found, came out was that they were the having the, behind uh, the, 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 the positive press yeah. conference on the other side of a fucking fake wall. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah, Cam just basically couldn't handle what we were doing. And he's like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, All right, this is insane. Yeah, but also everyone just wants so, the, ex, the excuse to be like, see, the black guy can't handle the pressure. I know. <laughs> I know. So it drives me fucking it's crazy. It's so funny to be a fan of football and a racist. It's yeah. like hard to... How do you just that what are you doing how do you worship how do you say i love the dallas cowboys i love me and my brother talked about this one time because there was a giants tight end a couple years ago was named kevin boss and we were like i love him we were we were stoned watching a game we kept saying dude i love kevin boss and we stopped and we're like have we ever told our father we love him this many times? Right, right, We're talking right. about a... First of all, he's... Tw- the stranger. kid is 23. A total he's a stranger. stranger. He's five years younger than us. A he child. played for two years and was gone. And I said I loved him so much. How could you be a racist and like football? Like, mm. how could you be like, I get to every Sunday I watch... I fucking love the Cowboys. You but I'm what? a big Tony Romo guy. Not, I'll, I'll not get... all the other amazing athletes on the team. <laughs> I, I mean, I would, I would position it as like a control thing where it's like, that's my team. Like, I can... Yell at these guys. Yeah. It's like, right, but would you do that to their faces? Yeah, would you get in the locker room? No, I don't think you would. <laughs> yeah. Like, you berate these guys and, like, you think you're the shit and yeah. you're like, they're fucking dumb. Da, 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 da. And it's like, 
buddy come on man could you imagine if like football was all white <laughs> yes yes <laughs> oh, I, I imagined it plenty awesome Wait, offensive so line. you're a huge giants fan yes so do you remember nick grison no the name sense was he an offensive lineman he played for like five years on the yeah he was yeah on giants that's my homie from college oh awesome yeah yeah, yeah. oh cool he's done now but i mean he played for like 10 years which is insane or yeah. nine years something like that. yeah and that's the thing you could play for 10 years as an offensive lineman and you have to get i mean you have to get out of there at that point yeah and you can make a good li- yeah. oh speaking of making a good living now we're we're off topic but not tangents are not what's our right. topic it was swimming but tangents are not only allowed they're encouraged i'm a football guy i'm a big football guy now <laughs> but uh Swim, like football's basically swimming on land <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I, I see that. Yeah. Track is a little closer to swimming. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not here to argue. Um, speaking of swimming, I remember when I broke a minute on the 100 and it was after I had left. Breaststroke? Uh, no, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I broke a minute on the 100 free and I was so excited. And, and it was it's after. It's a big I'd, deal. It's a big barrier. It's a big barrier. It was after I had done high school swimming. So I wasn't even training all the time. Right. I had just gotten in better shape. Right. And I did like 59.6 at a Jones Beach research. And I never been happier and then my friend ray for uh ferranti i'm sorry ray if i but he, he was a jones beach guard and he swam at marist college and uh-huh. he was like a total stud yeah and he he gets in and casually like drag suit on bangs out like a 47 8 like yeah. and i'm like oh man i just did it okay. took me everything i had to get that and then i was like oh yeah i'm not i'm a good swimmer for a 300 pound guy but that's <laughs> your journey yeah that's you my know? thing man and that's what i'm saying back to the whole like competition like i don't care about anybody else it's like oh i was better or i was worse yeah. what, what did i do wrong my friend dave cast and i had a 25 yard sprint race at the end of every practice that was like our thing we were okay. the two worst guys in the swim off the team. blocks or from a push? off the blocks <laughs> we were now guys off the blocks means diving from the starting blocks from a push is starting in the pool one hand on the gutter yeah off the blocks for 25 yards is about 15 swimming or less if you're like but if you're good it's less if you're in high school it's 15 right and we were so bad we were the two worst guys on the team and we just did that every practice that's awesome and then my coach was like what the fuck are you guys doing i don't like your coach at all yeah dave my friend dave would slack off in practice to have more energy for the 25 yard sprint he would like we would be in the same lane and i would catch him taking off you know like when like you would fix your goggles for like a full 50 and a a 500 right and then do 450 to get out of you like oh yeah or you just do like you grab your elbow and you're like uh, yeah, because like, you know what? someone's watching you, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, they need to know I'm in pain for some reason. Yeah, like so, dude. High school football was the best for that. I would just like you'd like sit down in the middle of like a big w- workout time, and you like sit down and like hold your knee and like rubbing a coach. You're like, what's the matter? Be like, I'm not positive. You know, I'm just getting. Like, yeah, like, I felt you know the what? Clicking. Let me get back out there. I just needed eight seconds of free time. Right. <laughs> it's more of a respiratory than the knee I'm yeah. massaging. I'm realizing I'm 16 and I'm in way over my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly that I don't know if I get along with any of these guys <laughs> we're not clicking Do you, hey coach is that cool that i'm not clicking any advice you just reminded me of, this is the most random story but just saying hey coach reminded me we were in like a circle on the football field and we had this one guy on our team named rich and he was kind of like a maybe a little slow so it was offen- this might be a little offensive but he was like hey coach and he said something and our coach was like rich take your fucking mouthpiece out and he puts his hand down and he's like it is out coach and we're like oh this, oh, this guy's got a speech impediment okay. and our coach just called him out in front of the whole team it's amazing um so do you do you get in the pool at all anymore 
Uh, do you have a pool? I, try, I do have a pool. That's my dream. That's all I talk about is getting my own pool. So You have a 50-meter long course Well, pool. so the dream is to get a two-lane 25-yard pool yes. with a starting block. That's the dream. Uh, I do not have that. That's I have a pool that Season is 20 of Workaholics. <laughs> with a push, I got a pool that's like two strokes long and then you're flipping yeah but it is a lap pool but just it's a little it's just like one of the longer narrower pools yeah, yeah. it's longer but if you're narrower. six foot three and an actually good swimmer right it's yeah. a little but so then i got this thing that uh blows the water at you and you can kind of swim in place like the pool treadmill thing kind of yeah yeah um it's okay so you drop it in on the side of your pool and it exactly. shoots a jet at you and it's you essentially to- a boat propeller in a cage <laughs> Right, you have kids, right? I do, I do. They're also in cages, so everyone, everything's fine. <laughs> Just like you drop them in like a shark. I picture you dropping like a shark diving cage, and your yeah. pool kids are in it. It's fine. Um, it's a crab trap, <laughs> but it's it's such a concentrated um, propulsion or whatever. That if you're like to the right or left of it, yeah, it, it sends you both other ways too. Uh-huh. Um, and the speed isn't that high, so I'm like about to do a bunch of work on the house, kind of resurface the pool too, and then do a little research on. What might be the best alternative? Hey, guys listening, I'm open to suggestions. Guys, tweet at, at Durs808. <laughs> They're going to be like, hey, I got a suggestion. <laughs> Suck a dick. Hey, I almost did it. West Hollywood uh, fucking locker room. If there is a place, when in Rome. Yeah. Uh, at Durs808. Hi, I'm a contractor who also listens to comedy podcasts. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I'm the one dude who They're can out help there. you in this situation. <laughs> Uh, so I have that, but then I'll, I used to swim, uh, with the master's team at Rose Bowl Aquatics. Oh, that was pretty good. It's a nice facility over there. Yeah. If I move to the East side, I hear that the, um, brewery, the what's it? Golden road brewery. Yeah, has Golden road. Team. They, so I swam with, um, what's her name? I can't remember her name right now, but she used to swim at Rose Bowl. Um, and then I'm kind of friends with her. We filmed an episode of our show there. Like, cause I met her Oh, cool. and then she started her own team. Uh, in Burbank or something. Oh, awesome. And yeah. I've been told I should come over there, so maybe I will. I think I need something. I, I This is a part of the podcast that everyone that listens to is used to, me reliving glory days and saying, I need to get back into it. I, I love mean, it. I'm, yeah, I'm not, but I'd love to get back into swimming. And I think like training for a meet would be exciting. I did a meet. You I did? did? Yeah, I did like two, three years ago when I had like time. I've, I've been lucky enough to kind of book projects in the off season, but like... Before all that, um, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to swim. And I was doing like nooners, which is unreal because you're like outside. It's California uh, it's, from Chicago. Like That's you, the best. That's the, the other thing inside. from being from New York and swimming in the winter. Like it was great when I was a beach guard and we had yeah. like access to the pool and right. ocean swims and stuff. But during the year, you'd have to swim indoors and yeah. like the fucking that chlorine smell. Yeah. It's Although I still it enjoy it. Fucking oh, it's a fair me. Yeah. My wife now loves it because she remembers those days. But uh was training there for a while and catching a nice tan, getting in shape, doing some pull-ups on the deck after practice. Uh, dips on the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> ladder dips, baby. And then uh, <laughs> did a big meet at UCLA and like did some relays. and That's really fun. Put down some decent times. Although it was... Actually, I put down a, some best times only because it was a 25-meter pool, which is a thing that almost doesn't exist no. Anywhere in the United States, right? Because it's like a foot and a half longer than right. A, <laughs> it's a it's they have them in like Canada and across the so, so world, but not in the United so States. So to get a hunt, so what what to explain to listener? So a hundred meter event then has four, uh, you know, has three turns and yeah. like a dive and three turns instead of the traditional just one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you can get like more push and yeah. Um, but like, so I just I just never swam short course meters. Yeah, I've never done short it course yards, long course meters. 
did it, and I was like, boom. The Jones Beach Pools, the West Bathhouse and the East Bathhouse, awful names, but yeah. uh, they are 33 and a third yards long. Isn't that weird? What's so that to about? do a hundred yards swim is three laps. How but weird is that? Is there a bulkhead to like the like the bridge like a bridge that kind of rolls on the gutters to like push off that instead or no? no? No, it's just like you get all the way to the the pool. It's just an old pool that was built more for like people to play in. Right, right. But right. it was built. Ew. At 30, yeah, yeah. 30, pools are for training. <laughs> pools are for training. And uh, thirty three and a third yards. So like that was a big thing too when I took the Jones Beach test. Was like I got like you had to swim in under a minute ten. Right. And but also your score ranked you higher and like. There was only a certain amount of slots left on the beach, so you had to do it. Right. And I was like, wait, three laps? I was really relying on those push-offs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no fun. Uh, one more. The best event in high school for me was there's no 200-yard medley, no, two hundred medley relay. It's not an event after high school. What? Well. It's uh, 50 each. There's right. not Yeah. So th that's not like the 100 is the smallest once you're outside of high school, I think. The, right? Yeah. Well, the, in college, they do have the 200 medley relay still. And it is bonkers. It's the best. Event. It's just like all out, like just cranking it. But then when you get to the Olympics, no, it does not exist. No, it does. Yeah. And that's my favorite event because doing 50, and I was a breaststroker, doing 50 yards breast was like the fucking yeah. bomb. The turn. Those are the days. Those were the days. Uh. So I, I did some fifty butterflies. A hundred butterfly would absolutely decimate me. Yeah, you could uh, still crank a hundred or a fifty right now, and then as soon as you push off that that second turn, you're yeah. like, <clears throat> it's for locking me, up. Yeah, for me, the twenty five breast is like I bust out every once in a while, like at a friend's wedding in Cabo. I was like, at shit hotels? faced. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Hotels is like, just to get to the other side of the pool, you're like, let me just demonstrate that I got the fucking skills in the water. And right. you do like the one-armed butterfly to just to show your fucking dolphin kick. Yeah. Uh, I can't not. If I'm at a pool, I'm like, like a vacation with my wife or whatever. I'm like, I'll be right back. And I'll just like push off. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I just, you got to stretch out. It's yeah. a weird. Finish uh, your fucking pina colada, put it down. And then right. you're doing fucking uh, your backstroke kickoff. I mean, I I don't know if there's an equivalent or whatever, but like if you were just at a party and you were standing on a basketball court and everyone's kind of talking and like a basketball rolled and you played college basketball yeah, and you know, and you're going to pick up the ball and just start like dribbling casually and then like try and make a shot you have to it's so hard and i actually because i, I didn't start swimming young i was right. i started swimming because i like being in pools so much right so i still have like no matter what the weather is the temperature wherever we are my wife is always like you're gonna go swimming aren't you yeah. and i'm like oh fuck yeah i am it's a pool i go to a pool you know like hollywood pool parties where people don't actually go in the pool yeah i'm the guy, the and, guy I'm, and i'm the first guy to i'm not i'm the guy at a hollywood party that should have his shirt on right instead i'm the first guy in the pool going like let's set the fucking hoop up let's shoot Gotta around do it. let's Gotta swim do it. <laughs> relay races bro i know uh, man. set some pool records uh <laughs> set some pool i'm all about setting pool records <laughs> Like wherever I go, I'm like, that's probably. What's pool the pool record. record here for the horse what is <laughs> in it? the water? Yeah. Uh, sharks and minnows, pool record here. Let's do it. So <laughs> I was such a fucking loser in college on my team that we played sharks and minnows one time, and like everyone took it dead serious, oh. right? Because like. Everyone's big, everyone's physical, and like it's competitive. Everyone guys are can super hold their breath for like at least one whole lap. Right. Yeah. So like it was uh it was just the short course distance, twenty five yards across. Um 
and whatever this one guy was in the middle so my move was on the first lap on so sharks and minnows is there's a guy in the middle he's a shark and then everyone's standing outside of the pool on one side and you have to dive in and get past him he can go and like bring you up you can't swim on the surface if you come to the surface you're, you're dead yeah. you now become a shark so like they go and down the and they bring you up two or more now sharks. there's two or more sharks yeah. da, 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 da. it continues until there's the last guy so i'm such a weirdo that on the first lap over uh over everyone dives in i wait and i fucking loft a kickboard across the way <laughs> right and then i dive and i go under uh and then I take the kickboard and I'm kind of like underneath it on the surface, <laughs> breathing. <laughs> breathing barely. And then they're like, all right, sharks and minnows. Everyone dives in. I fucking go back under, grab another kickboard back where we started. And I'm just breathing under that thing. So everyone's killing themselves, like getting elbowed in the face. Fights in college, like fights almost broke out every time because like in high school, you when could we, drown. Yeah. When you play, when we played water polo, fights would happen because it's like, it's slightly aggressive. Someone would scratch you with their toenail under the water. Right. And you would put your fucking fingers in their eyes. When and it's like talking. scary. Yeah. Also, because you're like, all right, you're bringing me up. Bring me up faster. Yeah, I'm, I'm drowning I'm fine already. I'm being a shark, but get me the fuck out of this water. Uh, <laughs> and then like... I just finally, like, when there was just two of us left, I, like, popped out from the kickboard and was like, I'm still in it. What's what's up? <laughs> You're like, like the dude what? who plays hide and seek yes. and doesn't move the whole time. And right. everyone's like, have you seen Dirge? You're like, I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my style. That's what I brought to the team. You're, like, in a ghillie suit. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, there's just some marsh over here in the end of the deep end. <laughs> you have, like, a fucking straw. You're, like, uh, That's the move. butching Sundays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I have a question for you. What was your high school coach like? Uh, I'm just curious. The kind of it was a serious team, but did you swim on your high school team too? Was it a little yeah? Less so serious? high school swimming in Illinois is is legit. Like oh, in okay. California, it's it's not as legit. Like people swim in clubs out here, not country clubs. I know, like a lot of people think that, but like we say clubs. Like if you play a soccer club, if you play like travel club, soccer is what they like. Yeah. You know, it's like travel swimming more. Or so less. like. In California and Florida, high school swimming is less competitive. In Ohio, Texas, Illinois, high school swimming is super competitive. Um, so my the coach who coached my brothers and the coach who coached me my freshman, sophomore year was less experienced than my father was uh, interested <laughs> in. My father was a, a football player himself and a coach at Northern Illinois University um and my like father's a, a football coach yeah and he was like that's awesome for a living like head no coach? no the, oh. went before my time oh before your time. um okay. then he took over his dad's business um but like has a master's that's a heartland has a master's right in kines kinesiology so yeah. like uh you know maybe he wanted to continue coaching but like for a dad that's a shitty live like you make good money if you move up the ranks but you're always moving you're gone you're always and you're moving. taking your whole family to any small school that right have so you. it's like oh this school has me great cool we're coaching here but i'm also on the road all the time so it's 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 not a great um yeah and then you go from the dylan panthers and they move you across town exactly to <laughs> we've all seen it uh so he just wasn't super stoked on this coach and kind of was like hey there was a new coach who came to town that took over the club team he was an ex-Olympian for Canada. 
Uh, he swam at the University of Indiana, which is a, Big a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, Doc Councilman is like the greatest swim coach of all time. Also was my dad's professor in college. Um, and he was like, let's get this guy as the high school coach. And motivated people to kind of think about it. And within four years of that happening, my high school was the national champions. <laughs> <laughs> so like my dad's super, like it was kind of very uncomfortable for me as a 16 year old guy to like see this dude who was still a gym teacher at the high school and like run into him. And, and he'd like, be like, your dad got what's your fight. dad, what's your dad's problem with me? And I'm like, I don't know, man. He thinks things can be better. And I'm 16. Why are you yeah, even please talking do not to me engage about me this? On this? That's fucking crazy. Uh, so we got a coach who like took shit seriously. I was like the, one of the best swimmers on our team when I was a freshman. Uh, but everyone who I thought was cool and fun trained in lane six, that was like shitty and like clowned around yeah. and like didn't care. And, uh, the uh, old coach. So that's a big thing. That this is a fun little. There is a, a at a swim practice. It goes from like there's a lane made up of the best swimmers. Yeah. It's like literally, and you know, as you get better, you get moved up in your yeah. lanes because you're time because you want someone that's you don't want to be getting your feet touched by the guy behind you. There's that, and yeah. there's just an expectation like, okay, lane five and lane six, you're gonna be on this time. Yeah. Uh, four uh, and three, you'll be in this one and two. You're gonna be on the fastest yeah. time. Hundreds on the three minutes. Hundreds on the two and a half. Hundreds on the. So yeah, every I season, I would start off with my homies like clowning in lane six and like not doing shit for the first like dick month. out of your drag suit yes whatever it is uh and then this coach showed up and he i was like in lane six he's like what are you doing and i'm like what he's like get in lane one right now he, okay i'm like all right and i hated it i didn't like it i didn't but you respond to it got so much better but in guess like what i got super way faster <laughs> and like trusted him and like followed almost well not all of it but like 70 percent of what he said as opposed to before which was like uh, 10 to 15 well I, no i followed uh i followed 100 percent of what the other coach said but didn't have results and then when the new guy came and he was like more of a hard ass I was like, fuck him. So listened less, but it was but improved. Still enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time I was like going into college, my final uh, season with him, um, you wanted to I listened to everything so you, and I was like, were, like, I got to get as good. Well, as can I, I can. do this summer before I go to the big leagues or whatever? That's awesome. So the, so, but so then like we had, it was me, another guy, we were all Americans. Um, we had some all American relays. And then these guys who were two years younger than me were the fastest dudes in the country like in 11th grade uh well no when they were seniors when they were seniors when they, they were, were the sophomores yeah. they were some of the fastest guys in the state yeah um but then they like smashed our records and then like guys who were younger than them were, were still really good because now now it's well, whatever that word is empire or whatever he's like it's a yeah he created like expectation yeah so when people come in at ninth grade people are seeking out swimming yeah. for the team because he's good and then those yeah. ninth graders roll in and they get four years of right underneath this dude they're only going to get better right and um better swimmers are going to want to go to the high school and well it's like, a public school so oh, it was just right. like we got what we got which is interesting because it's like it's a pretty diverse school so like you're not going to get as many swimmers as like the all-white school up the street yeah. right we had we there was a we had one although we had a squat we had some folks we had our our there was like a uniondale is a town on long island it's where hofstra is and it's like a and hempstead those are pretty much all black towns right and they both had swim teams right and it was like Nothing anyone on Long Island has ever seen. It's just like yeah. 12 giant jack black dudes who are awesome swimmers. Right. And it's like these 
I've never like I I worked as a Jones Beach lifeguard for yeah. five years. There was like four other black dudes that uh, were lifeguards, right? But these teams were fucking made up, and these dudes. We're so like they it like this is gonna maybe starting to sound a little racist, but it still felt like late. they were like it still felt like they were fucking New York Knicks. They still acted like the sport they were playing was the same sport Deion Sanders was playing. Sure, yeah. right, right. They had and I was flash. like, and and I was like, yeah, they 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 dressed so fucking cool, and they had they all had headphones on all the time, and I was like, fuck. Swimming can be cool. I'm just over here with all the fucking uh, socially yeah. awkward dorks in my yeah. high school. And that's the funny thing about swimming, too, is like when you're on the inside, you think it's cool. It's for sure not. And then you like you will you'll you'll meet somebody like you'll read about somebody when you start getting like up into the higher whatever you like read about competition. You're like, fuck, like this dude from Ohio's faster than me. Like we're about to go to school together. Yeah. You're like he must be super fucking cool. Total dork. Total dork. Total dork. Or like on recruiting trips when you like read about these guys who are like the fastest in the country. Oh, I can't wait like, to meet this guy. He has a amount name, of time. You yeah. read the name and you're like, this dude's name is the Scootin cool. Brothers. And he's like, hey, how are you? And you're like, what? Yeah, that's Long Island. We had the Scootin brothers. We're like the, these guys who all went to Long Beach High School. Three yeah. brothers that were like the best swimmers on Long Island. And you're like, the Scootin brothers. The Scoot-. And then you see them at meets and they were all like cool and shit. And then with just like eight seconds of force uh, of hindsight, I was like, those guys were fucking losers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Sorry, I'm like, sh- I'm calling out a family's last name and then calling them losers. <laughs> the entire family was losers. <laughs> uh, oh, Doyle, I got a feeling your whole family's going but down. You would see some dudes and be like, wow, that guy's the man. That it's, dude's cool. I could tell. Uh, and it was just, a, it was a rare thing in swimming because it is. It's not an alpha. It, it's not a sport made up of alphas. Um, Maybe like. I won't say. They don't carry themselves. They carry themselves like that. It's not a showman's sport because like you can't show anything except winning. Right. But I do think, you know, as I get older and I, I meet different kinds of people from like different who value different things. Alpha can be seen as many different things. Like there was a guy on my team who like wasn't fast, wasn't tall, wasn't like the most attractive dude like didn't have girls or whatever but he was super confident because he was smart and like Uh, i didn't understand it because like i was an idiot who like valued so much about like looks and being fast and like trying to do that and i was like why does this guy think he's the fucking man then i got older and like he's a lawyer and doing really well and i'm like oh like he's an alpha he's a he was an alpha about being intelligent yeah <laughs> you know and, and like, that's the move and too. i appreciate it now as somebody who just right. doesn't have that totally um, um i uh my high school coach was just like a dude who swam in college and was like a biology teacher right and i eventually he was a jones beach guard too and i eventually started working with him i'm gonna leave his name out of this because uh i started working with him and then the second i graduated high school started working with him all these things started coming i was like oh he has. A, he drove like a big van right. and had a Grateful Dead tattoos like yeah, all over. It and it, I didn't even in high school. I was just like, he's a dork because he had like a goatee and an earring, right. and he was really into marine biology. And I was right. like, he's a dork. Then I start lifeguarding with him, and he's like a surfer and whatever else might go in with the Grateful Dead tattoos. And whatnot. Yeah. I'm not going to call him out on anything. Sure, he's your dealer. Like, he became your dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this guy. And he, uh, the, the one of the worst things I've ever done in my entire life was. You lit his van on fire? <laughs> in Nassau <laughs> County Champs, like you throw the coach in the pool sometimes or whatever. Right, right, right. I went to throw co- the coach in the pool and we were like 
way too far away from the edge oh, of the pool no. <laughs> and he like hit the ground <laughs> real hard and then like i like flipped him into the pool like off the ground it was and like he's like World my action. watch my phone like he had like all this shit on him take I'm, it <laughs> yeah I, and i in hindsight i feel fucking terrible about that moment yeah. he, then, he he's never forgotten he pantsed me which i guess would be there the worst go. thing you could do to a child yeah. these days. But in the, the late nineties, early two thousands, it was normal. Away. Yeah. You could do that. It's like, Hey, good to see you. <laughs> Pantsing was swimming had a lot of like, we had a lot of nudity was a lot of the fun of like, I would like do a, like a bit. Did you guys shower naked after or just shower in speedos? Showered in the speedos. So this was the move when you came back from college to like train during the winter. So it's like, Oh, uh, we had college kids. They come to they'd back, come back and kids. they would shower naked. And then I went to college. No one showered naked. So I've, and then I came back to train with the high school kids, and I'm like, I'm not gonna shower naked. It's like a it, so was it a power move all these years? Yeah, it's in high, that's yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm you get like, naked like changing, but like right. showering. I'm like, I'm already basically whatever. I was yeah. I just want to wash my dick. I just you open pull, this you up. Pull and it out. Yeah. <laughs> I pull my dick out. I wash it and wave it around in front of all these high school. Like kids. I just don't care. <laughs> Spinning around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> um, and I did that. It wasn't easy, but I did it. Is that a real bird or a ringtone? No, I think that's a real bird. We, we're in the hills. We're in the mountains. We here. up into hills. We way up into hills at the Headgum Studios. Well, Andres, thank you so much for coming on to talk about Swift. Of course. I literally... For those of you who stuck around, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, are you all right? Do you need to for see For those somebody? of you who stuck around, these the only people who stuck around at this point are like workaholics fans who are have been wildly misled by, yes. the, by, by the tweet I put out about, I sit down with Anders and he talks mostly about... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tag some, some swimming. Uh, we'll get some swim love i'll tag some uh <laughs> some big swim big swim <laughs> at swim swam they know who they are shout out to at swim swam i'll tag some of my old high school teammates and the the unnamed coach to let him know i uh, i name dropped him andres is there anything that this will come out this wednesday so uh, is there anything that you want to uh, wow this wednesday well, anything I, you want to plug i mean or? i guess it's too late everyone's already seen how to be single in theaters ah, now yes written by my buddy's wife yes yes i'm friends with quinn uh emmett Dana's, um uh, he's cool dana rules yeah uh it's like it's ladies in new york rebel wilson allison Bree, dakota I fucking, johnson I have Leslie a real Mann. thing for rebel wilson i'm gonna be frank okay i'm gonna be real frank i'm wildly attracted to that woman okay yeah yeah <laughs> just putting it out there she's My, got <laughs> hey she's got a thing yeah and i'm into her thing. she's got a love thing remember yeah. that song from the 1990s <laughs> i remember it uh um, yeah i'm plugging that workaholics is every gonna wednesday be, night uh, thursday is it i think it's thursday nights this year is it? Yeah, they moved it because they want to be up against men's basketball. They want to smart. <laughs> Genius. Um, DVR bought, the game. They paid for and my watch house. Watch work all. Yeah, I love can. them. They paid for my house. Um, but yeah, just scheduling wise, I'm like Wednesdays no basketball. But whatever. I've seen I've seen just about everything uh, you've been in. Not as a stalker sense, but like just f- you're in things I'm fans. I'm of. trying to be in the good stuff. I'm uh, trying. I I I said I. I DM'd you this when I saw it too. Top five. If you haven't seen Chris Rock's movie, Top Five, I truly enjoyed it. And Durs, your role in that is particularly funny. Thank you, sir. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I think it's the funniest movie I've ever done or been a part of. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It's super, super funny. I, I didn't get as much love as I thought it was. I, I fucking loved it, man. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. funny. And you get, you play 
Rosario Dawson's boyfriend. So I did. Not a bad gig, brother. No, it was cool. It was fun. She's, and I'm uh, not going to tell you this. If you haven't seen the movie yet, you got to see Durs has got a great fucking sequence. But Chris <laughs> Rock, I don't call him Chris because I barely know him. We worked together for a week. But uh, he made a really good movie. He wrote it. He directed it. He stars in it. It's like a Woody Allen movie. It's in like a, a Woody it, Allen movie, um, but like with chris rock stamp on it yeah it's radical watch it for durz's scene and the uh apartment scene when the whole family's arguing about who their favorite rappers yeah are. it's, it's like it's the two, but yeah that movie's fucking great but yeah how to be single uh you saw deadpool great how was it hope it was good now go see yeah. how to be single. see hell caesar see deadpool see <laughs> then get around to seeing fucking how to be single check it out I, how to be single is on my weekend plans uh Deadpool is something I gotta go see on my own. I gotta go see. I told I was like to my wife, I'm like, um, are you interested in seeing Deadpool? And she was like, not really. I go, okay, then I'm just gonna go see it like during the day one day. And she was like, got so filled with no, you can't. She has, like she wants to be part of stuff, and she hates the fact that I can just go to the movies right in the middle of the day. Have a day job? Yeah, she got a day job. Yeah, my wife has a day job too, and I'm like, she's like, oh, do you want to see this? I'm like, I saw that with Rogers yesterday. <laughs> That's literally the she always I goes. Check. She goes, don't see this with Rogers. Right. That's what she says when movies right. come out. <laughs> how's he? How's he doing? He aired. His, his episode aired his episode two weeks aired, ago? Yeah. Great. That was Great a really episode. funny Andy episode. Andy Dick is the funniest man on the planet. I, that, he's my... He's, Followed he's been, by Ben Rogers. <laughs> he's... Ben Rogers, the most recurring uh, high and mighty guest of all time of out of my 20 something episodes. <laughs> He's been on five. Um, I don't have many other friends. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what that is. <laughs> that's what that is. I don't have many. I, my other friends are too busy. You're running out of favors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like down the street, man. Holler at me. We'll talk about kickboards and pull boys. What are those? Well, we didn't even get to pull What boys. are those? Hand we'll talk paddles, about it next kickboards. time. Oh, we, we, at least we have something now. Yeah. Um, we'll as, talk about how we used to do uh, in college. They introduced uh, deflated scooter tires. You put them in a figure eight, and then you loop them around your ankles, and you got to drag your feet. Ooh. Brutal. Ooh, that's for real. Next time. Oh, I like that. Guys, as always, I'm John Gabris, at John Gabris on Twitter, at Durs808. Um, if you uh, haven't yet, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, rate me five stars and roast me in the comments, and I'll read them like I did on last week's episode. Uh, also, Fourth Man Out is still on iTunes. Go check it out. Download it. Uh, it's my first movie venture and uh, i thought it came out pretty good um thank you guys you fucking shitheads <laughs> have a good one uh i'm gonna go change into my i'm gonna go try on my speedo when i get home because <laughs> i need something to really fucking make me want to kill myself this weekend i'm gonna squeeze into my old speedo i'm going Let's to the it. beach tomorrow maybe i'll get a nice open water swim in mm. i have goggles in my gym bag and i haven't swam in Dude, like a year and a half get your goggles out if the straps won't break just just throw them on. Tie, tie it in a knot. Duras, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Later. That was a HeadGum Podcast.